Sunday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dinner Plus Drinks. This is the episode where we're going to tell you, watch what you say, because Facebook's listening. Always listening. We were just, before we went and started recording, uh, we were making the jokes about how Facebook and Instagram is always... Yeah, they're paying attention. So you could literally be talking about something here, pop on your Facebook, and here comes an ad for microphones that you might record a podcast with. So... Have you tried the, like, let's test this out and done something that you've never spoken about ever before? Absolutely. And it... it They're watching. It has to be they're yes. watching. I, They're watching and listening? I don't know. So, but. obviously, we both do advertising on Facebook. Absolutely. And, like, you can target people. And there's yeah. things you can, like, you could... So, like, the microphone thing, because that's what we did. It's like, oh, yeah, they're listening to us. And boom, first thing that pops out is a microphone ad. But we're sitting here recording a podcast. I've obviously done the Google on some podcast-related things. We have yep. new microphones. Yep. So, like, that That's makes easy. sense. Sure. That makes sense. But then... Other things, um, say in a text message. So, if you just text something, they're not just listening and watching. They're reading. So, just watch out, guys. What I'm really concerned about <laughs> is our children and mm. the TikTok generation, because that's owned by China. <laughs> like, Oh, TikTok. So, like, that's owned by China. It's not like it's like, oh, you know, Facebook. It's an American company. Really, they just want to be greedy and make a bunch of money. TikTok is a Chinese government, and what they want to do is, I don't... I, World domination. We're starting out heavy here, guys. We'll move on, but we might come back to TikTok because I'm confused by the whole thing. I am too. How old do we sound right now? Yeah. I, I, like, if you want, I mean, we did music videos when I was a kid, but like, sure. In your got, living room with a video yes, camera. Like, you know, do some work, children. More than 10 seconds long. So if you're using TikTok, let us know. Send us an email. We, we want to know about it. All right. So before we sound too old, let's open up, <laughs> let's open up some wine. Uh, what we're drinking today. Little Aussie cab. Um, I chose Australian wine for today because, as we all should be aware, uh, cheers. Cheers. There is uh, horrible wildfires happening in Australia and uh, terrible destruction of property, lives, mm -hmm. animals. Um, they're making the Australian Navy deliver beer to pubs. It's so horrid. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like it's actually kind of cool. Like That is interesting. Because think about it. The economy it. still needs to run. Yeah, so the Navy's like going to all these pubs on the shoreline bringing <laughs> beer so people can at least have beer. I try and relax a little after what I imagine is a pretty stressful time. But anyway, I pulled a bottle of – this wine's from uh, Matolo. It's an Italian family that moved to Australia is making wine. And cool thing about this, so this is a Cabernet. My but favorite. they take some of the grapes and dry them out. It's called a passamento. It's like if you've huh. ever had Amarone from Italy. Sure, yeah. Um, so it gives it like this really rich texture. So you get some of the nice Australian Cabernet notes of like mint and menthol, which are like markers of McLaren Vale where this comes from. But really smooth, different texture. It's, it's a fun thing. And Nick, we're doing something pretty cool at Lake Geneva Country Meets uh, because we can't imagine what's happening um, in Australia. So why don't you tell everyone what we're Yeah, what we're so to? the week... Uh, that's upcoming. The 13th. Yes, the 13th. Yep. Week of the 13th through the next Sunday. The uh, we're going to donate 10% of the proceeds, not 10% of the profit, 10% of the proceeds. So you spend a dollar, we're going to donate 10 cents to um, the firefighters in Australia that are, are do that are fighting the fires. Help them out. Try and uh, give a little bit back. We'll put more information on the, on the blog post for this. Um, but we're going to – 10% of all the Australian wine we sell, we have Rieslings, we have Chardonnays, we have – Pinot Noir, we have Cabernet, we have all sorts of wines. Shiraz, obviously. <laughs> Shiraz. So if you're not sure of, of about what wine you're going to drink next week, just come try an Australian wine. I think, you know, obviously 
We're, we all love a good pat on the back. And um, it's all going to NSW Rural Fire Service. So this is going to be up on a Facebook event as well. Yeah, so you can so, check it out. What do yep. you think of the wine, Bridget? You're a Cabernet. Yeah, smile. I mean, I love some Cab. So I drink an Australian Cab. I'll get an extra bottle for next week. Mm. So, yeah, this is good. We'll put some stuff up about this on the blog, too. I love this wine. This is like, <laughs> it's different without being like different. You know, it's just like, oh, there's something a little neat about that. Yeah, it is. And a cab drinker like me, um, gosh, I think that's the best way to put it. I don't know if there's much else to say because you're right. There is something that's just it's a like little the different. Thing. It's but not I still, super dry. I would still drink it. Yeah, not dry. If if you're scared of cabs because you think they're too dry, this is a good one to start with. I think oh, that's yeah. a good a good note to say. Matola Jester, shout out to everybody in uh, Australia. We're thinking of you. And uh, yeah. All right. All right. So. That's the wine, but now it's time to talk about food. What is the best thing you ate last week? I'm going to go first because right. I'm really proud you're, of this you're one. You're excited about I'm this. I'm really tell. proud of this one. <laughs> so uh, my wife, uh, she's on home for uh, maternity leave still, a mm-hmm. uh, little bit little bit left. And so uh, she also works remotely. So it's very important for me to make dinner that always has leftovers for her lunches. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you can do lunch meat, but that gets boring to do the same thing all the time. So uh, she always likes when I do leftovers. And I did uh, these Greek grilled pork chops with a Greek pasta salad. Not what I would have thought of. And it was baller. (laughs) So good. So good. It's just (gasps) quick little marinade, um, a whole bunch of Cavender seasoning, which is like, I think there's got to be just so much MSG in it. It's so yummy. I Honestly, I don't use it. But like lemon, pepper, olive oil, like just savory sweet, a little bit of black pepper. It's so good. So um, we got the recipe up. Check it out. But it's like fresh and summery and bright and flavorful. In the middle of winter. In the middle of winter. <laughs> Perfect. A little Greek pasta salad with the cheese and the tomatoes <laughs> and the all the stuff. and the oh, Olives. So Ugh. Cut I, the olives out of mine. I put <laughs> olives in the recipe, but ours did not have olives. Cause That's right. My wife and I agree they're gross. Yeah, same. Ugh. Well, all right. Fair. Well, I the favorite thing I ate, I, gosh, probably have this once a week. So maybe I'll just say this every week. That's fair. <laughs> um... It doesn't have a fancy name. Actually, my in-laws made it for us this week, and they always seem to make it just a little bit better than me, but it's like a shawarma chicken salad thing. So it's a marinated chicken, and if you're in a hurry like I often am, you can buy, you know, chicken that's made or... or meal prep make the chicken ahead of time um but it's it's got some sort of shawarma marinade honestly the marinade we love best we cannot find anywhere it's only available in texas where my brother-in-law lives what so they mail it to us what's it called um oh stand by (laughs) more on that i i have to ask it um my mother-in-law introduced me to it and it's available at some meyer stores okay um so i think we're gonna have to carry it nick i'm gonna find it into this all right everybody kate if you're listening Get Connect Googling, with Bridget. Figure this out. <laughs> I have a picture of it. So um, anyway, it's it's marinated chicken, uh, some brown rice, uh, lettuce, so a salad with tomatoes, cucumbers. So you kind of build your own. Some people mm-hmm. don't like the carbs. Some people might not want the chicken. So we always have a nice salad with tomatoes and cucumbers and then the brown rice separately, the chicken, and then it's a um, Greek yogurt and lemon dressing um oh, yeah. yeah so in a little garlic i think in there so you just put a little bit of dressing on it's so good so healthy really easy to put together so love that every week um thanks to my in-laws for making that for us this week um always reminds me that like hey this is a delicious dinner it's easy to put together if only i prepared every week like with a meal plan and meal planned hey <laughs> So we're working on that in our house, and I imagine a lot of you are. So 
In case you haven't seen it yet, uh, each Sunday we are here to help and we're posting meal plan recipes. So we put a, a handful of recipes, usually six of them, because let's be honest, you're going to always have a day for leftovers, if not or more. Or going out or <laughs> so, whatever. Or yeah, you're running around and you're eating on the go. We Sometimes don't judge you. <laughs> the desire for cheese curds from Culver's hits. I mean, it's something we eat often. They're so good. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said. Do you get a family size bag or you like get multiple small bags? No, I'm really weird with my cheese curds. Shocking. I'm picky. I like the really small curds. Oh, that's the weirdest thing. Why would you want because you have to have an equal no cheese to batter? Come on, the batter's the best part. (laughs) No, they're not. Oh god. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I love the small cheese curds. Tyler likes the large ones. It works as a family. Oh, that does work. Okay, sharing is caring. Everybody, (laughs) (laughs) share your cheese curds. Um. Anyway, we have a meal plan for you, always up on Sundays on Facebook and on our blog. So check it out. Um, I'm picking my favorite recipe from ours this upcoming and week. And what would that be? What is it? Simple. It is a one pot spaghetti bolognese. So this is so easy, you guys. And again, we are trying to make it sound like it's not hard to make these recipes. No, so you no, don't no. have to go to Culver's, right? I When we put up recipes, I always try to make sure there's some complicated ones. Sure, of course. But I like mine is... I don't. I wouldn't say it's complicated. It takes a little bit of time. More steps, more but ingredients. Yeah. I want to. I put the personal Nick stamp of approval <laughs> well, on all these recipes, and I want it to be easy. I want it to be yeah. something that you can go and cook, and it's not like you have to be able to julienne stuff. Right. And those of you that know me that are listening to this, you know I'm not julienning stuff no. often, right? Okay. No. So, but I do love making. Tyler loves to cook. My husband and I try. So, but this is one pot. It's a separate <laughs> meal. I okay, try. you're moving right past that. <laughs> Um, what I really hate though is washing all the pans. It's the worst. I hate washing pans. It's the worst. And we have lovely, beautiful pans that we got as a gift, but they're hand wash only. Okay. I hate doing it. So these pans are great. This meal is even better because it's made in one pot, <laughs> one dish to wash afterwards. So also, we, I don't like to cook a separate meal for my kids. So, oh, well, yeah, well, Elliot, yeah. Lucy doesn't really eat full meals yet. But you know, so this one's great because we all love it. It fills us up. Um, pasta, great. Also wonderful for leftovers. So that's my meal recipe of the week for our meal plan. Well, I have a question for you. How do you feel about made up holidays? Oh, I love a good made up holiday. So doesn't, (laughs) I do too. Cause it's like a great excuse to plan what you're going to eat that day and be like, Oh, it's, you know, National Pickled Cauliflower Day. Yum. Guess we're eating some pickled cauliflower today. <laughs> See? Meal planning. Meal planning. By but Monday <laughs> is curried chicken day, and I love curried chicken. Ooh, yum. Love it. Do My we wife, have a good recipe for that? Not as much. <laughs> Strangely enough, we do. Ooh. So I think this might be the way I get her to, like, have to eat this. Okay. Because it's, it's a, a holiday. Monday. <laughs> yep, Monday. And it is National Curried Chicken Day. Mm-hmm. And we have a keto Mm. Uh, Indian curry chicken. Okay. That is a take on butter chicken. If you've ever had butter chicken, I'm sure if you've been to an Indian recipe, you've had butter chicken. Indian restaurant, restaurant yeah. you've had butter chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, so take on this. Usually you'd have like non bread or, or rice or something. Um, but we just do this in kind of a, a broth. So you can do it as a bowl, cut mm-hmm. out the carbs. Um, if you aren't keto, this is still a great recipe and you can have Throw, it with that delicious yeah. bread. Throw it over some carbs. But this is a recipe that um, when you're doing – the secret to Indian food is always you're, you're building layers upon layers upon layers of flavors. Sure. Um, there might be a bunch of ingredients, but it's not like hard. It sure. just is a little time-consuming. So this is a great recipe to do uh, on Sunday. Do it the day ahead. Let it all sit, kind of have the flavors come together. But it's just cutting up some chicken breast and then marinating in yogurt and garam masala. Um, mm. 
if you don't know what garam masala is, so it's good. it's the base to a lot of Indian curries. Yep. It's widely available. I know it sounds weird, but you can you can get that. We'll put up a link to to, to that. But uh, yeah, it's a great recipe. Um, I love it. It's really yummy, and it's a lot of stuff that you have probably around the house. Turmeric, which yep. is like. <laughs> All the rage, I feel like. We were, where were we? Where we like saw it on some menu and we're like, hummus. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was in a hummus. It like, I think it cures cancer. I I think so. You know, a lot of people I'm seeing doing, doing tea with it. Yeah, that's, I'm not sure I'm on board. Yeah, I'm not on board with that either. Yeah. But But so it's in this recipe and it's great. I'm on board with this recipe. This sounds great. It's good. It's great. (laughs) Wonderful. It's great. All right, let's take a break. Time for some product recommendations. All right, everybody, I have my product recommendation for this week. And it's something I've talked about before, but I have to tell you, I had a really great customer service interaction with this company this week, and it is the Anova sous vide cooker. Last week, we talked about how great sous vide cooking is. Uh, Anova is kind of the Mac daddy, granddaddy of bringing this to consumers. I've had one for five years, and a part on it broke. It's a non-essential part, but it's what clamps it to the pot so you can sous vide cook. And it's plastic. It broke. It shouldn't have broke. But I was like, eh, five years, you know, these things happen. Maybe it was my fault. It wasn't my fault. But I <laughs> went on their website to see if I could buy the new part. And I didn't see it on there. So I emailed them. I said, hey, um, this is my model. I'd like to buy a new part. Can I do that? And they emailed back right away and said, wow, thanks for having stuck with us for five years. You can't buy it, but we'd be happy to send you one for free. So great experience with the Nova. If you want to get into sous vide cooking, buy one of their cookers. They have a lot of different options. We're going to give you a link that you can buy one and try it yourself. But I have to say, I was super impressed by their customer service. And there's a lot of places you can buy things. And that's generally what keeps me coming back is great customer service. All right. My recommendation for product this week is all about the snowpocalypse that is coming. Heard we're getting a lot of ice and snow. Um, when you become an adult, you get practical gifts. And as a stocking stuffer, uh, my sisters and I all got this uh, windshield de-icer. It comes in this bright yellow, really fierce looking can, and it has an ice scraper on the can. So it's an aerosol lid, and then you can scrape right off. And so needless to say, I was a little bit skeptical about it. But if you keep your car outside and we're about to get this ice and snowstorm, this stuff is amazing. You just spray it right on your windshield. It almost instantly melts the ice. I'm not kidding about this. It is great. Um, if you don't have a fancy auto start car or you're wonderful enough to have your garage cleaned out so you can keep your car in it, good for you. But if you have a car outside or you're at work all day and the ice is all over your car, keep a can of this in your car, keep some in your house, keep it everywhere because you will not regret it. You're, you won't have to wait to melt any ice. You spray this right on, scrape it off. The brand we have is called Prestone. I'm sure there's tons of them. I can only speak to this brand and I will keep rebuying it. It works for us and it is awesome. All right, guys, we are back, and today we're combining our mailbag and meat tip, because wait till you hear this question. It's a good one. It is a good one. (laughs) It is. So we had a listener write in and asked about tenderizing meat, which I think is a great question. We don't talk about it a lot. So she said that her husband's grandma used to do it, and is it archaic? Is it bad? Generally, just, Nick, tell us all about tenderizing the meat. All right. So this is is a bit of a controversial topic, because there's a lot of like old wives' tales, and... 
quote unquote conventional wisdom. And at sure. Lake Geneva Country Meets, we're all about breaking down conventional wisdom and giving you the truth. I'm here for it. So, all right. So what makes certain cuts of meat tough? What makes certain cuts of meat more tender? Obviously, some are more tender than the others. Tenderloin <laughs> is so named because it's tender. A rump roast, not so tender. Um, and really what that is, is you have to remember all the cuts of meat you're eating are muscles. Mm -hmm. Muscles that work more, have lots of collagen that gets built up during the work. So something like a rump roast that comes from a rear leg, that gets the most work. Whereas a tenderloin is just kind of hanging out in the back. doesn't really do anything. doesn't get a lot of work. So very tender. I do think that's interesting. It, you know, just pause real quick. I don't think about that. But if oh, you yeah, really you think should. about like, <laughs> hey, this is a working part of the cow. So It's like, you know, so if you get shipwrecked sure. and you're on day 90 and you need to eat someone. <laughs> um, no, I refer to the movie Alive. That's the first experience I've seen with someone eating a booty. So just that's probably not <laughs> just the best, <laughs> most tender thing. I've never tried. <laughs> like if you're eating me, go for my stomach because it doesn't get a lot of work. Oh, okay, good to know. Probably yeah, I'm gonna um, not plan on doing that ever. All right, just <laughs> back to meat tenderizing. Back to meat tenderizing. So it's the collagen, the muscles that work a lot. That's what gives you the toughness. And everybody wants to buy something cheap that tastes great. How can I make a cheap cut of meat taste great, tender, all the things? Mm -hmm. So. The most common thing that people try is marinating, and they think it tenderizes. And that oh. is wrong. 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 <laughs> so Try again. Marinating doesn't actually tenderize meat. Um, people say, well, if hmm. I put a lot of acid on it, all the acid does is cook the outside surface of the meat. Oh, I never Which is that. gross. That's how you get, like, oh. that kind of outside, um, like, uh, softness, like, after you sear it. Sure. If you put too much acid on it, it'll actually cook it. It's like ceviche, right? Oh, so, oh yeah. So you so don't want to too much do that. marinade. Yeah. So huh. marinating, what it does is I've it probably adds, done that in my life. Yeah. So it <laughs> adds moisture and adds flavor. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with marinating, but it's not going to actually tenderize it because the moisture, you perceive the moisture as tenderness. Sure. So it gives a lot of flavor, but you don't need to like do the 24-hour marinade. We actually have a blog post about this. I'll link to that Yeah. Um, if you're interested in this. But to actually tenderize meat, what you need to do is physically break those connective tissues. Okay. And there's two main ways you can do that. One is cooking. The heat breaks all that down, so mm -hmm. a low and slow cooking method. That's mm -hmm. why all these roasts, you do smoking, braising, That's slow, slow cooker, cooker yeah. instant pot, yep. um, things like that. So that low and slow cooking, the heat, the time unravels those. It becomes more tender. Okay. The other way is um, to actually physically break those tissues with either like a meat mallet, uh, you know, ding, 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 yep. that breaks it all up on the surface, or like a jacquard machine. Uh, where you take the little needles and do, 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 oh, do, 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 like yeah. a cube steak or something like that, and that those needles going through breaks things up, okay. makes it very tender. I think that traditionally, when when we read this, I of course thought of the meat mallet, like that yeah. in my mind is the only thing I think of. Obviously, I know all sorts of slow cooker recipes, and I never just equated the two. That's of yeah. course tenderizing your meat. Yeah, of yeah. course, interesting. Of course, of course, it is. <laughs> so that's that's the way you can do that. Um, and also, when you're when you're cutting your meat, make sure you cut across against the grain. Um, that will cut so you get shorter connective tissues okay. instead of longer ones. Nobody wants. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. But yeah, that's. Um, so the answer is yes. People tenderize their meat in slow cookers. You just don't think of it that way. And um, yes, it's Great. not archaic. <laughs> no, keep doing it. We love the instant pot slow I'm cooker. Drink more wine. <laughs> Great. That's have fair. more wine. Um. Okay, guys. We're here for Kids Corner. We're here. <laughs> you know, I, I've i got to say, okay, my son, I, I'm Irish. My background is Irish, okay? We've got Irish, German, and English here in our family. And so we're fair-skinned people, 
by nature, right? Right. I'm looking at you You're now. looking at me right now. You can see through my skin. <laughs> We're fair-skinned, guys. I'm pretty fair-skinned, too. Right. Uh, you're... Yeah. 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 You hear what I'm saying. So, um, my son has pretty sensitive skin. Okay. We once put a shirt on him by accident. I mean, one time it was by accident. We hadn't washed the shirt. He broke out immediately exactly where the shirt was. So it looked like a little rash of red shirt. Anyway, it's like a reverse farmer's tan. Exactly. (laughs) But he also gets a farmer's tan. Adorable. More on that in our summer episodes. So, um, he loves role playing. And guys, we're talking about kids here, okay? So he loves pretending he is a reindeer, Thank pretending he is an animal, okay? So he's big into the horses. He is. He loves horses, but for whatever reason, he recently really needed to be a tiger Rawr. and a zebra, okay? I, maybe we were talking about the zoo. I'm not really sure. Maybe he's interested in cannibalism. Or that he I don't heard. Know. Maybe we watched the movie alive. No, everybody, I go. did not watch that movie with my kids. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> so, um, we uh we were, he wanted to become this animal right so he got really on the topic of face paint he had okay. to have his face painted and okay we were at this kids event really great um kids event at badger high school last weekend and um we we may have steered him away from the face painting booth so i think maybe he just like <laughs> was holding on to that wants what they can't I, have you know? <laughs> so okay uh, fair enough he wanted his face painted he left peacefully but like let's let the kid get his face painted so my parents were helping out and we got to their house and i said hey guys i've got to go but elliot really wants his face painted good luck and bless my parents because they found <laughs> face paints in their cabinet maybe from like our childhood i'm not sure but in case you're wow. wondering, I panicked, of course, was like, he's going to break out in a rash all over his face. Yeah. So I got home. My parents had painted my son like a tiger. He was very wow. convincing. And then, you know, we took it all off. No rash. So here's my lesson, guys. Keep your face paints. They still work, I don't know, 20 years later. And wow. they don't give your kid a rash. I'm shocked. <laughs> and you should see this. It's like an old tin container that you open up and it's like waxy crayons. I'm not even sure their face is paints. Is there lead in it or like arsenic? It's probably the good stuff, So right? far, he's doing fine. So fine. keep no, your face fine. paints around. You might need them again when you're a grandparent. You never know. Lessons. <laughs> My kid's corner is a little sad. I need some advice. Oh, all right. So I was at uh, Target. Yep, Target. Doing the Target run. Of course. And we need some, uh, you know, this is the life of a millennial parent. We need some formula, <laughs> gentle, Always. for our yeah. delicate baby girl. Yes, delicate flower. Uh, delicate. Mm-hmm. And then we needed some bubbly because mm-hmm. we like our flavored sparkling water. We ran out of cranberry. We're talking about buble the water, oh, yes. buble, not the water. bubbly the champagnes. Oh, God. I mean, we <laughs> All the champagnes. Uh, and then we needed like a couple other random sundries. And I'm walking through Target and I see they have some little children's clothes mm-hmm. on clearance. Oh, yeah. And I'm Always like, hit that ooh, up. $3. Ooh. We need this. Love sleepers. She's getting big. She's very she's very tall for oh. her, her, her age. So Tell like, me more about kids that are big yeah, for their yeah, age. <laughs> so we need, you know, like the six month instead of the three month. It's like, oh, cool. This, and I love sloths. Okay. <laughs> I love sloth. I want to okay. be a sloth. Like, I just want to like hang out with my hair and like do the like slow motion, like turn and smile and this sleep all day and be like warm and have people pet me like i just i'm i'm trying to contain it a little bit here because i heard i laugh too much so but you want to be a sloth if i had to be an animal i think it'd be like a sloth or a cat something where you can sit in the sun and be like warm and and just sit there okay noted okay i do know 
I heard Target had some sloth things, right? So they Target. had so they had this adorable little sloth sleeper where it's sure. a sloth doing like the sloth peek around the corner <coughs> and like hello. <laughs> and then like it has little sloth feetsies. That's the best part. So it's I'm adorable. like oh. I'm getting this for my little sim monster. I need it. And uh, so I took it. It's mm-hmm. great. It's like $3, whatever. I got home. I'm so proud to show my wife. I'm like, oh, I got Simona something. Look. Check it I'm out. I'm dad of the century right here. <laughs> I bought my daughter clothes. And uh, it's just she's like, oh, it's cute. But is it for boys? No. I said, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, it's gray and blue striped. Oh, yeah. This is the worst. And um, I'm like, well, No. She no. she can wear whatever colors she wants. Yes. This is a battle I'm learning a lot about right now and it makes me so mad. I'm I'm I hear you, Sarah, but dang, let that girl wear whatever she wants. Elliot is stuck thinking pink and purple are girls' colors and girls are beautiful and boys are cool. And I don't know where he learned that, but man, take it away. <laughs> so, I, I feel bad. Sarah wasn't being mean. She's no. like very open of it, but it's just like your natural reaction. And yep. right away, she's like, oh, yeah, she can wear it. It's cute. She of should course. wear it. Um, but it's just like the natural reaction. It's like, oh. Yep. I know. Isn't that sad? Because it's so cute. It, she's going to look adorable. Oh, I've seen these. I think actually, honestly, I probably own a pair or a onesie. I think I have a onesie. Yeah. With a sloth. Right. You can have it when we're done with it. Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. And it it is a total gender. Th- it's something you see and you're like, oh, well, yep, yeah, this is boys clothes. This is girls clothes. And I think she looks like a girl. I mean, it's hard with kids, right? Yeah, because they all you, just they'll look, look like, the same. They're yeah. little slugs. But this like, is why people put bows in girls hair. This yes. is what I've learned. So we can put like an adorable bow sure. in her hair. Now everyone knows. Grandma got her like 90 bows that are every color of the rainbow. So, Perfect. you know, there we go. Yeah. Take care of that. And let's be honest. She's going to maybe have an accident and have to change like in an hour anyway it'll be fine so it'll be fine so that's my kids corner well thanks for listening to us guys those are funny things about the kids yeah we like to i mean i hear you but i bet it's adorable okay i'll take a picture (laughs) of her put it up well guys if you like what you're hearing can you make sure please here to rate us and like maybe with more than one star would be great. Five stars would be ideal. Yep, ideal. We're gonna do the like car salesman thing of <laughs> it's ten stars or nothing. Listen, I listen to a lot of other podcasts, and I know the best way to find out about them is subscribe and rate them. So I'm always happy to do that if I'm enjoying a podcast. So we would love for you to do the same. Appreciate your subscriptions, your ratings, your comments. Go to dinnerplusdrinks.com. Check out. The page we have blog post for this episode. We have the recipes we talked about, the meal plan, our product recommendations that you can check it all out. And, of course, a mailbag form that you can send us your questions and you could be our next mailbag topic. Dun, dun, dun. So make sure it's a good one. We'll talk about meat tenderizing again. <laughs> and let us know if Bridget laughs too much. Oh, yeah. Please don't. I like to laugh. It burns calories. It does. Yeah. There you go. All right. Have a lovely week. Rate, subscribe. Thanks for listening. Cheers. We'll have see a you good soon. week, guys.